Hail the flashlight king. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushiro. Howdy, GLers. It's Reavers here in the GL Podcast Studios. And unfortunately, the mayor tried, but he just couldn't reach the finish line with his uh, with his uh, illness. So anyway, so you're going to get a best of Garage Logic for both today, Friday, January 12th. And you will also get one on Monday for the holiday MLK Day. Uh, that would be Monday, January 15th. And I was starting to think about... Fun Friday, and I have no idea why. Probably because the text chain was um, was something that I can't share uh, publicly. And I thought, you know what? One of my most favorite episodes of a podcast that we did, this goes back to July, the Friday before the 4th of July weekend, which is always usually pretty festive. And I thought with the sub-zero temperatures that are upon us here over the course of the next couple of days, how about a, a, a reminder of how great weather can be here in the great state of Minnesota. And one of my personal favorite Fun Friday episodes, which was July 1st, 2022. So I hope you enjoy, just like I did and the rest of the staff did, the best of Garage Logic. Thanks. I like the job you're doing, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, Joe, are you ready for this Fun Friday? Uh, I have great hair today, by the way. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you a 4th of July edition of Garage Logic number 881. July 1st, 2022, 100 degrees on this day in 1883. <laughs> <laughs> Got that right. Yeah. All right, everybody. And 46 Fun degrees <laughs> on this day in 1969 and 1995. I hope you're keeping your beach free of weeds and crud with products from Aquaside. The swimming season is heavily upon us. The 4th of July weekend is... The height of the swimming season, although yes. although there's plenty of swimming swimming season left, <laughs> to use the products from Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company, they've been keeping beachfronts, lakefronts free of weeds and algae and muck for more than 60 years. The products are great; they're easy to use. They work right away, and I'm getting a lot of testimonials. They do work, and these products are registered with both the EPA and DNR, and those products are completely safe for you and your family and the muskies. No need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. They're going to help you identify your specific weed problem. Make sure you get the right products, and your place will look great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. From the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic. Best of luck, bro. Rookie on production. Chris Reavers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom. And occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. As I look back over my long, mediocre career. <laughs> I realize how many people I've interviewed. I I, I talked to Sonny Barger once for about an hour. Really? Barger. The head of the hill. Is it Barger or Barger? 
He says Barger. Barger. He he's the, uh, he he was the head of the Hells Angels. And I don't remember the context, but I was with the St. Paul Pioneer Press, so it had to be post-1984. And it was something to do with, I, I think the Angels might have had an event in St. Paul or something, but I talked to him, very gravelly-voiced guy. He died after a, a short bout of cancer. I don't know how that could have been short. He was smoking a cigarette through his throat Years ago. Oh, Lord. Years ago. He, he had liver cancer. Oh, I can't imagine why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sonny said, uh, please know that I have passed peacefully after a brief battle with cancer. Wait. Uh, he said that? He said that. He, he left a message mm-hmm. to be read after he died. Mm-hmm. Oh. But also know that in the end, I was surrounded by what really matters, my wife, Zorana, as well as my loved ones. Keep your head up high, stay loyal, remain free, and always value honor. Sonny Hamco, H-A-M-C-O, which must be an acronym for something. Hell's Angel Motorcycle Organization, maybe? Mm, sure. So yeah. this is a story unlike everything else I've heard a hundred times. I've never heard that you interviewed this guy? Yeah, I don't remember why. I'd have to look it up. Where, where was it, if I may ask? I was, it was just on the phone. Oh, you just didn't meet up somewhere. Can't thank you enough for the time and the angels. Uh, <laughs> hell, where to go now? He was an ex-convict with a lengthy criminal history when he founded... The, uh, when he was a founding member of the Oakland, California chapter of the notorious Harley-Davidson Biker Club. Now, I didn't know that. Were Hell's Angels exclusively Harley guys? I would imagine. What an active staff I have. Uh, I, I don't talk about uh, that motorcycle club. Yeah, they don't we, like we press, just, and I'm keeping my yeah, mouth shut. I agree. Hunter Thompson wrote about Barger in the 1966 book Hell's Angels, The Strange and Terrible yeah. Saga. Of the out motor of the outlaw motorcycle game, and, and to prove Kenny's point, they beat the living hell out of Hunter after yeah. they found out he was writing a book. Well, then I'm done. Uh, <laughs> Can't thank you enough, right? <laughs> but I'll never forget talking to him. And uh, I'd like to read that article. I bet that was cool. He allegedly continued to lead the Hell's Angels from his cell at Folsom Prison until he was released in 1977. And there were multiple charges, none of which I'm going into. God bless, um, God bless Sonny smart. and the Hells Angels. <laughs> Why I, the author's name is um, slipping my mind? Uh, the Electric Kool Aid. Uh, Tom Wolf. Tom Wolf w- wrote um, one of his short stories was about um, that. Yeah, that acid test and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Mot- motorcycle Club. All right. Ken Kesey and I know Thompson. You guys want to desperately move on, but. How did that fate not come your way if you wrote a piece on him? Well, I think it was something they wanted written about. Uh, they gave you the permission. I think so. Oh, okay. Well, then so. that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, you Joe, were their shill. I guess. Uh, Joe, one of the membership requirements of the Hells Angels is that you need to own a Harley Davidson. Oh, okay. Uh, and they've been uh, associated with Harley for a long time. In well, Such has that golf cart. I wonder if that... Uh... No, God about I mean, uh, Mr. Unbelievable does. Rookie, do you know that they patented the sound that comes from the Harley-Davidson? They also patented breaking down on the side of the road and being towed oh, home by a see, Honda. that's oh, not go. very see, nice. See, now Kenny's going to get beat up. <laughs> Happy Fourth that of might July. have been true at one time. That, that no longer the AMF, is true. yeah, AMF years. That, that is fun, though. When you sell your Harley, you can always track it, not by GPS, but by the, the oil leak. It just keeps going. Well, it's now funny you say that. I have a friend who, uh, this was years ago, he got a new Harley, and he was going to meet his friends oh. and uh, outside a, a bar in White Bear Lake. 
and the friends knew that he was coming, so one of them brought a quart of oil. Hmm. And when that guy was inside, the other guy went outside, and he dumped the oil right under the bike. <laughs> so that when the guy came out, he thought he had dropped about a quart of oil on the ground. Oh, that's Love funny. That. That that's was, a prank. That wasn't very good for Mother Earth, was it? <laughs> Is it true that they still sell them with a, a bag of floor dry? Nope, or is that that's no longer a deal? I've owned a couple of them, and I've never had to use floor dry. What about a toe strap? Well, I don't have that either. Was your Harley part of the Everything Must Go prank? No, that was pre-Harley. Okay. That was, that was just all the boats but what and they all the do, crap. But what they do offer... Um, Everything it, it, must go. Not floor dry, not tow ropes, but they do have a uh, tr- kind of like a AAA tow program, right, Such? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah every, every Harley I owned was uh, suburb build quality. Ah. T- tell me about that uh, time you spent at that casino up in uh, Well, that's Wisconsin. a different story. That's, uh, <laughs> okay, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I died in front of a casino in uh, Wisconsin, a small one. And um, I thought, I called Harley and St. Paul. They were very Yertle, good. They were going to come out and get me. Sure. What's the name of that place? It's on 70. Yeah. It was a Saturday afternoon. Or 8. And I was with Joe O'Brien. You guys remember Joe O'Brien. 70. Yeah. Sure, 70. He violated yeah. the motorcycle rule of all time. He left me. He oh, said, well, you. I'll see you. Yeah, hey. And we you were going, to, we were going to Hayman's place. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. I wonder if the tables were turned. Hey, Joe, sorry you're down, but O'Brien, I got to That's gotta a grand, tickets. but that's a grand um, tradition with the guys from Top Gear. Mm-hmm. Just you break them. down, you're yeah, on your yeah. own. Well, yeah. I was on my own. And I thought, well, this isn't so bad. I got a couple hours to kill. Harvey's going to come out and get me. And uh, play I, some blackjack. I went into the casino. I figured I'd watch a baseball game. And I entered the building and immediately turned around because I couldn't see. The smoke was so, <laughs> so powerful. And then I repeatedly was offered an invitation to a party by a couple of uh, people that kept swinging by. And I Where's and the bicep. party? Was the party in the back of their felony van? That I think so. Yeah. And, and I thought, oh, man, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do here. And uh, I got very nervous. Sure. They were, they were eyeing the bike. They really coveted that bike. And I thought... I, I can't go back into the woods with these people. I'll never return. I got to go. The woods. I got a thing. I got to get going here. All right, oh. here we go. Pradalones hardware. Oh, did we already start? We did. Uh, it's what? unbelievable how bold the Mysterians are getting uh, right here on the eve of the 4th of July. Uh, I have received notice from for many people, including Howard Wright, to coin a phrase, they're saying the quiet part out, out loud. loud. They are. This is an excerpt from an interview on CNN. This spokesman from the White House openly states that our, ha- uh, that our high gas prices are about the future of the liberal world order. Brian Deese is his Brian name. Brian Deese. Could we hear this, please? Sure. <clears throat> Sustainable. What do you say to those families who say... Listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. What we heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. Mm-hmm. Huh? The liberal mm-hmm. world order. They're admitting it. I can put a positive spin on this, just like it's positive oh, Thursday. I wish you would. Oh, it. Midterm elections and th- two years from now, well, we got this. We got it covered. 
how often will that soundbite be used on oh. Republican ads? <gasps> Play it again. Times a day Play forever. Again, <laughs> yeah. What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. What we heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. And this fellow's name is what? Brian Deese, Joe. Uh, Rook, look him up, please. Brian Deese. Is it D-E-E-S-E? Yes. No, it's a yes. Z, Rook. D-E-E-Z. D-E- no, it's... Come on, Rook. He's you an advisor to President Biden. Kenny, don't do that. I want to know who this guy is. It's D-E-E-S-E. Director of the National Economic Council of the United States. Let's see. Was he uh, a Brian young guy? Dees, uh, is an economic and political advisor who is the 13th director of the National Economic Council, serving under President Joe Biden. He also served as a senior advisor to Barack Obama. Well, if this, the is Republicans, a, this is outrage if, to the American public. Joe, if the Republican Party can't win the next two elections, they need to shut it down. Yeah, I agree, Kenny. I agree. Uh, you know what I pictured when I heard liberal world order? You guys recall Hulk Hogan's tag team, New World Order back then? I'm picturing all these guys with their wrestling jerseys on, well, ready to yeah. take on everyone right now. Howard so continues, actually... though this is just a clip from an interview, there's not enough context in the world to make that statement palatable for a free and thinking American. But when you have an entire sector of the populace that doesn't see themselves as free, well, Merle Haggard asks, are the good times really over for good back in the 1980s? Who knew that Merle Haggard was a prophet pushing back on this Independence Day weekend, Howard? And I got a note from, uh, uh, did I get two from him? No, never mind. I just printed it out twice. He worked so, as a junior fellow at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace and as a research assistant at the Center for Global Development hired by Nancy Birdsall, according to the New York Times, where he co-authored Delivering on Debt Relief, later worked as a senior policy analyst for economic policy for the Center of American Progress under Gene Sperling. So it sounds like he's just been an activist his whole life. Yale grad. How do you think, Joe, that the American man-woman parent on minimum wage driving a 25-year-old crap can, barely making ends meet, if they are, feels about that statement. How do you think they feel? Well, A, I hope they are aware of that statement, are made privy to it. I hope they hear it. Uh, My great fear is that too many Americans are not paying attention to anything and don't realize what is taking place. And what is taking place is the strangulation of the very product that has kept us moving, and that is oil. And we're being ruined with this attitude. This young fellow here, Deese, is an unelected bureaucrat who would have us accept his worldview, which is not a worldview I share, nor anyone on this show shares, nor anyone I know shares. And uh, I got a note from uh, Tom Lyman of the Traveling Lyman's uh, the liberal world order right there in your face up yours. If you don't like $5 gas, you're going to, we're going to shove it right down your throat. We know best and we're better than you. And if you don't like it, drop dead. Holy cow. Yeah. Friday ahead of a three day weekend, he, he sent me some investment, uh, notice that CNN, what do you say to those families that say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty five a gallon for months, if not years. Biden advisor Deese, this is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. 
Uh, okay. It's another prediction of mine that has come true, despite how many times I've been... T- oh, I can't read that. It's all about investment stuff. I don't read that is a dreadful, dreadful thing to hear from an administration on the eve of the High Holy Day, uh, the 4th yeah. of July. It's yeah. a dreadful thing to hear. Uh, if the Republicans grab that soundbite along with the soundbite that happened a couple of years ago of somebody in the administration saying that the Green New Deal isn't about the environment, it's actually about changing the way we live. If they can't take those two items and win the next two elections, seriously. Shut it down. Yeah, yeah. that was an AOC advisor, remember, that said yeah. that? Said yeah. I, I, I've it. told you for years, and GLers have known this for years, this whole climate extremism has nothing to do with the environment. Nothing? Has nothing to do with the climate. Has nothing to do with the temperature. Has nothing to do with nature. Nothing. It can't because nature's uncontrollable so, and it's bigger than man. This is a reordering and a loss of our freedoms in order for the ruling class to expand their own influence over us. It's yeah. that simple. Yeah. And this is this latest soundbite and, and admission is just falls under that umbrella of yes. that the Green New Deal isn't what Well, it's we, a, just an extraordinarily sad note. How do we get the word out to wake up the woke? Families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. What we heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. John, what were you going to say about the the new world? New world order is is an actual thing. It wasn't just a wrestling term. You're kidding? No, no it is. New world yeah. order was yeah. It's, it yep. was basically it's kind of a conspiracy. So you're saying to me too. Hulk Hogan ripped off a slogan that is already currently? <laughs> Can established? we leave Hulk Hogan out of this? But you Sorry. know what? He plays a big part. It's theory. a form. Let's call it a former conspiracy theory. Yeah. Okay. True. Sure. Yeah, you're I right. Can go with that. Yeah. It's yeah. one that's now comfortable within the walls of the Oval Office. Mm. Is it comfortable? With them. How could this Deese be this tone deaf? Well, How can you look out across is. this country and believe that we would be accepting of his new world order? Do you think, honestly, when Dees was asked this question, do you think he realized what he was saying? Because this was yes. on. Okay. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's Sounds so burned sure. into him. He's so... Yeah, and they're so out of touch with the rest of I, us. I see what you're saying, Reavers, but yeah, I, I do believe he knew. Hmm. No. What statement is you referring to that Biden made at the NATO uh, summit? Right? Oh. Yeah, Biden was talking uh, about the gas prices yesterday, and uh, what was the quote, John? Russia, Russia, Russia. He's I blaming did, I everything on on well, Putin that, and Russia. That disingenuous hypocrite, if you'll recall, at the beginning of the invasion of Ukraine, uh, uh, Biden said, "Don't worry about Russian oil. That's only three percent of what we need." He also he, had he poo pooed it. Now it's their fault. He also had another doozy, by the way, the other day that I forgot to play yesterday. You ready? Yeah. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Oh boy. I don't even know what he's talking about. I don't know the, the context for that remark. They were talking about felony stops leading to arrests and things of that nature. And the two hosts that sat there were looking at each other going, What did he just say all hmm. Did he just lighten up on drunk driving? Right. Uh, Kenny, I think the quote you may have been talking about yesterday, he said, Americans will endure high gas prices as long as it takes, that's a quote, to quell Russian President Vladimir Putin's Ukraine invasion, that from President Biden yesterday. That's the one, John. Yep. But four months ago, that's not what he was saying. Mm -hmm. 
He was saying that's a minimal, the Russian oil imports are a minimal impact on American fuel supplies. These people have got to go. They're ruining the country. You know what? You're absolutely right. The challenge now is getting the uninformed informed. Yeah. How do we that's, do that? That's the challenge. Through How the Garage Logic podcast. Because right now it's on autopilot. They're Get- going Democrat, 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 Democrat. Half the country. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to Factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50 and use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Thanks, Rook. You know, with the new year being here right now, there's a lot of significant change that a lot of people like to make. A lot of people like to make. How about this? How about you change your water inside your home? I did it years ago in both my previous home and the current home that I'm in now. And I got to tell you, Hofferman Water and Connecticut, they're going to do an amazing job with your water. So do this. Get on their schedule right now and have them come out for that free water analysis. It's free. Yes, they'll come out for free. Hoffermanwater.com. You can also give them a call at 952-894-4040. Listen, I had my Connecticut system installed years ago. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. Your ice is better. Your drinking water is better. Your laundry is better. Your showers are better. Everything. It's going to protect your appliances. Every single aspect of your home can be affected by your water. So go with the best. It's a long-term investment for your home. Your single biggest investment. Listen, it doesn't matter if you're in the mood for a water softener, an iron rust or odor filtration system, or a brand new drinking water system. Connecticut and Hofferman are going to take care of you. So call them today. Get that free water analysis scheduled. 952-894-4040. Or you can just visit their website, which is, of course, HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. You ready for a new one? Never mean to know. Stephen C. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Stephen C. Stephen C. Doing Top Gun. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, this is. I'm going to claim he did it just for me. Thank I you, Stephen C. He probably did. Sure. to come in again and jam with John. Well, that would require John to come in. Yeah. Well, I'd come. I'm, I'm singing. I just don't he could be. He could be writing music and performing music for uh, movie soundtracks. Instead, he probably has corresponding with us. <laughs> if if he learns the Les Misérables songs from, I will sing. I I promise to sing. I'm sure he knows them. I will sing. Oh, Fontaine, Jean Valjean. Oh, for God's sake, uh, is hello? that me? 
Hello? Hello? Everybody just looked at their phone. It's not me. I did Sid, quit interrupting Top Gun. All right, here's an email I got this morning. A couple of weeks ago, I emailed Joe about Aquaside and the great results I saw by using it. Now I tried Seafoam. We recently got our boat out of winter storage, and after filling it up with fresh premium gas, it took it for a spin around clamshell. The boat motor was not running as smooth as last year. My wife asked me to have it looked at, but the tone of her voice was more of a demand. I said I, uh, oh, I said I would, so I ran over to the Knack Hardware in Cross Lake, picked up a can of seafoam, poured it in the tank, took it for a one-hour tour of the lake, Bertha and Whitefish. When I got back, my wife thought I had t- taken it over to the marina to have it looked at because it was purring like a kitten. Yes. Thank you for saving me money. I am now a believer in seafoam. And I now have a spare can on hand. Boy, that's good advice. Uh, not only is it available uh, at NAC hardware stores all over the world, it's also available everywhere else, too. And uh, have a spare can at the ready this weekend because we're all going to be running those cylinders, having fun with motorized, uh, motorized toys. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Sifo. We're all going to be running those cylinders this weekend. This is an important 4th of July. I'll say. It's a tipping point, 4th of July. What do you mean? Well, how many more 4th of Julys are you going to be running those cylinders if the liberal New World Order is requiring that you're going to pay exorbitant amounts of money for gasoline? Mm. How can you look at this country? uh, Look at aerial shots of the boating alone. All up and down the Atlantic seaboard and up into the St. Lawrence Seaway and the Thousand Lakes area, they're beautiful aerial shots. You see them sometimes. How is all that going to be brought to an end to appease the New World Order? How are you going to suddenly stop all that? You can't. This country's got to wake up and take these D's people by the collar and say, listen, pal, we don't want your world. D's, we've had enough. We don't want your world. Listen to this. This is for a guy named Walter Mills. Joe, speaking of clueless elected officials in St. Paul, below are some comments I sent to Mitra Jalali, who sends out a quarterly update to her fourth ward constituents. Read down to see what she focuses on and how little of it really applies to life in St. Paul. Interesting thing is we moved out of St. Paul two years ago after 30 years. I still get these updates. As long as she sends them, I will keep responding to them. St. Paul is a great town, but these fools have put it up against the wall. And he emailed Councilmember Jalali, so you say you are shifting investments to combat violence, then why was homicide peaked in St. Paul during your tour? A record last year and likely a new record this year. $83 million in federal spending and not a dime of increased police spending. Your update here drones on about communities of this, that, and everything, but you have no idea what a community is. You and most of your comrades ignore the middle class and business people that keep this town from sliding into the abyss. Without middle class homeowners, this town is doomed. You speak about all your pet projects and they do nothing that can be documented. But all this does is make you feel good, I am sure. You do understand that feeling safe in their homes is what people want, not just your not just your idea of who the community members are. And best of all, you want to defend the right to destroy unborn children. You need to read up on who St. Paul really was and why this town was named after him. But most importantly, or most interesting, he sent me the uh, council member Mitra Jalali's mailing that she sends to her constituents. 
And uh, you know what the first sentence of her current up monthly update is? Let's hear it. We saw historic 100-degree temperatures for the first time ever at the start of summer. With the climate crisis unfolding us, unfolding around us, we uh, soldier. She's lying. First time ever. It's a, it's a lie. Yep. It's straight-out lie. Why do you think I do these daily records? Hey, Mitra, the record today was 100 degrees in 1883. If you want to go back to the start of summer, which technically is what, June 21st? We had hundreds all last week. This is a lie. This, As Walter points out, this is a woman who, uh, again, has seized life on the third rail and has nothing to do with us. Nothing. And by the way, you do realize that Gal- California today raised their gas tax. I don't want to read her. She sends out a very long-winded update, of the, uh, all of which has nothing to do nothing. with with the city. It's about new bike paths and and uh, the fight against climate change. Let me repeat that sentence. You're being lied to right. by the people who get elected. We saw historic 100-degree temperatures for the first time ever at the start of summer. No, you're wrong. That's a lie. Hmm. It's been with us since forever. Nothing's changed. I assign to us a 150-year time span for life. In the last 150 years, nothing has changed. The lilacs bloom at the same time. Yep. You get 100 degrees temperatures in May and June. Nothing has changed. Nothing. And this woman lies, and the people she's sending this to, they buy this BS. Yep. They're not thinking deeply. They're not wise. They're not knowing their history. They don't know reality. Just like this woman, representing the uh, citizens of St. Paul, has no grip on history. She has no concept of context. Nothing. She only views Let's, the world through a very narrow prism of what she thinks it should be. She believes the whole town should be rental properties. She believes the whole town should be public transportation. She, le- she believes the whole town should be devoted to fighting climate change because we've never, ever had a 100-degree temperature at the beginning of summer. That's a lie. You're a liar. She's so a liar. We've often said uh, that these people don't have people close enough to them like you do um, um, to say, hey, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 you can't go out and say that. If you want to say that, phrase it like this or do this or do some fact-checking. But you brought up the people that vote for her. You would think there would be somebody our age or older, educated enough, that would write her, get a hold of her, pull her aside, and say, uh, I like the way you think, but you're wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't even like the way she thinks. But but I'm saying somebody who votes for her, somebody on her side, somebody who's in, all in. You'd think at least one person would say, wait a second. I can attempt to answer that for you. Yeah, cool. Uh, Well, she's so embedded in the third rail that it would be my suspicion that she and her ilk don't associate with anybody who's not on the third rail. Ooh, probably. Yeah, like-minded people. Well, then you're right. She should be hearing from people in her own party. They should be standing up then and shouting out loud instead of pulling her aside. They but should her be own, barking at her. But her own party 
buys this BS because I mean, again, her own I mean party voters. is is attempt to is attempting oh. to destroy the city. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah. they're just even though they know it's not right, they're going to go along with it. It's not even that they don't know it's not right. They're not even bothering to find out if it's right. <laughs> it's just not right. She's a liar, and I can say that with clarity. She's lying. No, I think, and I don't, she probably thinks she's not lying. She yeah. sees a hundred degree temperature. She's what twenty seven years old, thirty mm-hmm. years old. Look up how old Mitra Jalali is. Rook. Mitra Jalali. She's just. Uh, she's not qualified. No. She's not qualified. Good luck on the spelling of Jalali, by the it's way. It's J A L A I. Oh. No, J A L A L I. Jalali. I don't think she's in her thirties. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's got a ton of world experience, Joe. How do you spell Metra? You could just M I T R Mitra M I T R A. I okay. See, if you're in that party, you can just say anything, anything at all. And they're getting bolder and bolder hey. about it. Thus, Deese saying, "Get used to the gas prices, people. This is the way we want them. Mm-hmm. We're going to drive you away from fossil fuels." I mean, Deese said it himself, right here. Sustainable. What do you say to those families who say? Listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. The stakes. And by the way, you would think that something like that would have been the Friday afternoon before the Fourth of July news dump. You know, something <laughs> like that would have come out at four forty-eight. You know, t- later was this, today. Was this crackpot on TV yesterday? Yeah, this, well, yeah, this, this was CNN. This yeah. appeared CNN, at, yeah. my timeline says, 8.42 p.m. yesterday. Hmm. I, I'd love to hear the commentary from CNN after that. Did they try to downplay this? We'll see what he meant was. Did uh, they, uh, were they stunned? Are, are they going to out these people yeah, finally? Why does that cut off so quickly? Is there more we can listen this to? This was cut up by a viewer. Because uh-huh. I, I, I also looked at CNN. Well, can you web. go to CNN and find it? I did this Probably morning, not. and I didn't. I did not see it. But maybe I'll, they I'll go took again. it down. They might have. Their ratings are in the tank. Yeah, because is that a ray of hope that people are not buying this anymore? Well, yeah, you know why they news. had high ratings, by the way. Well, if John has it as news, I'll save it. I got it in the news. Yeah. What do you want to know about Mitra? I want to know how old she is. Uh, they don't say that. She previously worked as a classroom teacher, community organizer, policy aide, and congressional staffer to. Keith Ellison. Yeah. Her priorities include attainable Good. and affordable housing and homeownership, <laughs> community first, public safety, and police accountability, sustainability. She's a defunder. It's just, uh, it's... She so, has had no background. Right. Correct. No background. So much like, you know, we always talk about in sports, the Bill Walsh coaching she tree. She mid-20s. We should keep an eye on the Keith Ellison political tree. That's a good idea. To see oh, all yeah. these people that he <laughs> yeah. has spawned. Uh, by the way, I did go to CNN.com, and I searched for Deese, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find anything. I bet they took it down. They might have. Deese nuts? Did you put it the full way? Took a, Finally. Let's see. It took, it took a, a while. 32 yes. and a half minutes to finally get there. I, uh, I predicted, Rick, you'd use I, I that missed, joke. I missed the point. first one. I did miss the well, first one. I only one. said his name 48 times. I, I asked if it was spelled with a Z, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I was too focused on providing information for you the host. You were laser <laughs> <laughs> very, very, you very came, focused. You came to work. You're shoveling coal. On a right. fun Friday. <laughs> right. It's fun Friday, and I'm doing this. Want a ray of hope? Yeah, please. please. Yeah, ray. Come on, Ray. Scott from Ember Grove, hail the flashlight king. This past Damn Monday night, me you. and the CP were out and about in Egan. As we were leaving one of our stops, she went to the car ahead of me. In an instant, I heard her scream with terror as she ran from the passenger side of the car. She okay. shrieked, 
There's a red squirrel in the driver's seat. <laughs> I immediately opened the car doors and began looking for the little rascal, suspecting that it had run up into the dashboard. I banged all around, but no squirrel to be found. Knowing that we couldn't spend the night in the parking lot and realizing that eventually the squirrel would start chewing on the car's wiring, I told the CP we were going to have to drive home and reassess the situation. Grudgingly, she crawled into the back seat of the car and covered herself with a bath towel we had in the car. There we go. What protection. This is great. As we drove along, I kept waiting for the squirrel to suddenly bolt and start biting at my legs, causing us to careen off the road. Fortunately, that didn't happen, and we made it home without incident. Once in the driveway, I flung open all of the car doors, but this time I started pulling off the various pieces of center console where I suspected the little devil was hiding. I grabbed a mirror and a flashlight, attempting to zero in on the squirrel's location, but still no luck. I love the I love the uh, faith he has in the fact that he believes the squirrel's still in the car. Right. He believed his wife. Well, that was yeah, that was a scream of terror. Finally, a GL light bulb went off in my head, and I grabbed my leaf blower. Starting on the front passenger side of the car, I began blowing underneath the dashboard. Instantaneously, the little stowaway jumped out from underneath the dashboard to the driver's floor mat and then hopped out of the car. He looked around a bit dazed and confused and proceeded to climb up the nearest tree. More importantly, a successful GLer-style eradication of the little varmint. In retrospect, I think the critter jumped in the car this past weekend as we were staying at a cabin in Lutzen. As I was loading up the car on Sunday morning, I had left the car door open, creating a perfect opportunity for the squirrel to hop into the car. Thankfully, the squirrel didn't try to escape while the CP was driving down Interstate 35E at 80 miles per hour. (laughs) Given her terrified reaction in the parking lot, we might have had a mishap that (laughs) neither of us might have ever lived to tell about. (laughs) Never afraid and always pushing back, Scott, from Inver Grove. Scott grabbed the leaf blower, huh? Yep. That's not the tool I would have grabbed. No, you would have grabbed some howitzer. <laughs> it's a Ruger and then ruined your car by shooting a hole in the electric wire. Oh. Not just one, Joe. Right. <laughs> hey, y'all. Here's Kenny with news from the Crabby Coffee Shop. When you have a squirrel trapped in your car, the best way to get it out is 20 shots from. A 410 shotgun. That's right. It ruined your car. I'm going to ask the Ricey question. How do you find a dead squirrel? That's not a problem. Not a problem. (laughs) Where do you get a cat? (laughs) Oh, God. Not a problem. Where do you find a dead cat? Joe, as airlines are already behind for this holiday weekend with more cancellations happening every minute, I haven't heard you talk about the federal vaccine mandate as part of the problem. Many pilots did not want to take the vaccine and took early retirement or went to private airlines. This is one of the major reasons for pilot shortages and canceled flights. As you always say, the government is too big. I'd like to say, keep the government out of my daily life. I'm glad the kids you used to have are within driving distance. Some of us aren't so fortunate. Good luck and happy birthday, America. Beth Glodowski in Kingsford, Michigan. Love Does that, that ring true, Rook? Is that partly true? I don't I have no idea that pilots quit because they didn't want to take the vaccine. I do not have access to that data, so I can't verify that. But I do know that there is a pilot shortage uh, industry-wide. So and are we going to start treating it like, you know, Class A drivers with semis? Here you go. No, no. Here you've you got to go. be qualified to run that 730. I have a different question about that, um, and I'm asking Joe, John, and Matthew. Reavers, um, your kids aren't old enough yet. What is the proper distance for your kids to live from you? A mile? 10 miles? 100 miles? Across the country? I don't know. I've got them all spread out. Doesn't... Uh... 
I, I don't know the answer to that. There's not a minimum amount? What, what if the they f- were across the street? That's too close. <laughs> What if we ask the CP? That's, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the CP would have them living in your basement. I hate the fact that they my do. moron son lives out east and wants to possibly yeah, that's too move far to if you want to see him because you got to fly. Right. Yeah. I want him to be. I want him to be here. All of mine are within driving distance. Yeah. Even even with the new world order gas prices. Yeah, but still, it's nobody's far too far. Yeah, nobody's further away though than Dill. Yeah, that's too, he's too far away. Yeah, I, I, feel I don't for say you. when I'd I be farther away, Kenny, not further away. When I tell them where their location <laughs> is, I don't say home. Get on that hook. I say the place where you currently live, because this is home. Well, I got to say, the seven-year-old this morning when I woke up at six forty-five was about this far away. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Hey, uh, <laughs> what time's breakfast? Yep. Jesus, go watch a cartoon. Tim Buktu writes: You have to hand it to the Chinese when it comes to naming fireworks. The newest item for China this year is called the Global Warmer. It consists of 24 <laughs> large mortar shells. <laughs> it consists of 24 large mortar shells mounted on a single platform. The product packaging shows an apocalyptic landscape with truck and factory smokestacks spewing fire and brimstone into the air. Nice. We know from brilliant scientists like AOC and Greta Thunberg that this is our future in less than 10 years. So why not celebrate while we still can? The global warmer will be the grand finale at our family fireworks show this year. The global warmer. He linked me to a YouTube link. It's an impressive piece of firework. It's an impressive piece. So Minneapolis, by the way, they did officially cancel theirs. I have yes. more on that coming up. But yes. first, we're going to take a break and come back with John Height News. All right, let's do that. If you're searching for clean carpets, you're going to look at Zero Res. Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's the only company that you should have in your home to get that carpet stains out of your carpet. Uh, maybe you want to get the furniture done. You should get the air ducts done. And right now, have I got a great January deal for you. It's the Garage Logic or the Rookie Special. You can get three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119. And don't forget about the uh, hiding dirt hiding in your air ducts. You'll get 75 bucks off this month when you tell them the Rook Special is right there. You can get your air ducts zero res clean. But you have to mention that you heard it on Garage Logic from the Rookie. I'll give you the phone number. I'll give you the website. But I also want you to do your homework. 4.9 rating on Google. That's what Zero Res has. Over 17,000 reviews. The Zero Res Gotta Love It Guarantee backs everything up. 9520Res. 952Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Or the online. ZeroResMinnesota.com. Tell them you want the rookie special, and you'll get it. Spelled forwards or backwards, it spells the same. Zero res. They've been in my home. They've been in homes for so many garage logicians. Let that trend continue in 2024. 952Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Spelled forward or backward, it's spelled the same. Zero res. This year, like every year since 1776, families across the country will show their patriotism with fireworks on the 4th of July. And every year, some people are injured, often children. To make this 4th a safe one for you and your family, please know your firework laws, read the labels carefully, and never give fireworks to newborn children. For more safety tips, visit our website at fireworksafety.com. One, hit it. Hit it. 
Nice. It actually sounds more like Melissa, though. It's the end of the world as we know it. The guitar-playing newsman, I begged him to Joe get his Sucher. guitar out. And Rookie demanded Midnight in Harlem. Yeah. And I'm not playing song. with Rook, sorry. Because <laughs> we can't play songs that are... Right. So... Let's talk about Moon Motorsports. The doors, the doors have been open there. The shingle hanging out for uh, over fifty years now, and in that time, they've got themselves ten different brands of motorsport toys to amuse all of us: Honda, Polaris, Yamaha, Can Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, KTM, Husqvarna, and Skidoo. But that doesn't include the used machines. You can find everything in the used department. But if new is your deal, Moon has all the newest models in stock. You'll see them on the website, moonmotorsports.com. And Moon, they also know, especially this weekend, what great family fun can be had when the whole family rides. So if there's offspring in your house or you've got a hankering to spoil those grandkids or the nieces and nephews, Moon Motorsports has a great selection of bikes and four-wheelers for the young ones. You want to see a happy kiddo, they're going to freak out when you unload a mini ATV for them. Look for Moon Motorsports on the south side of 94. That's just west of Highway 25 in Monticello. And on the web at moonmotorsports.com. What are you doing? Well, he's technically right now squishing your head on camera. I thought it was a shark, so I was Here's John H. Just, hey, thanks, Kenny. Just a child. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, John. <laughs> let you me put hey, this away. Leave it to a professional, okay? <laughs> uh, let me start by saying John Heights newscast today is brought to you by Brainerd International Raceway. And because our crack sales staff didn't get us the copy in time to have Pat read it on Monday, I'm going to do it today. for the second. For the second year in a row, one weekend of pure adrenaline, 180 miles per hour. Moto America is coming to Brainerd International Raceway with five classes. Go ahead, Kenny. You should let me do this. Do it. It's turn one, two, three where you need to go. There's bleachers there. They lean it over so far that their steel knee pads drag on the tarmac. No it way. is the coolest thing. Seriously? If you want to see, see that 180, go to the first turn. It's at the end of the straight, and they are full throttle all the way cranked into that turn. It's a sight to behold, let me tell hmm. you. 120 riders and 90 total superbike races join BIR and Moto America for three days of heart-pumping entertainment with fun for the whole family. It's July 28th to the 31st. Kids 12 and under get in for free. Start planning your summer now. Visit birmn.com for camping and ticket information today. That sounds awesome. Crazy I'm looking fun. at an MG for sale that Donnie Scogmo owned. I haven't seen it yet, but I might call the guy. Hmm. As in uh, Donnie Brook, Donnie Scogmo and George oh. Montgomery. Yeah. Oh, the. Oh, yeah. cool. Here's John. Thanks, Joe. Uh, One sports note to kick things off. The Big Ten on its network announcing late last night the University of Southern California and UCLA have been approved by the league to be the conference's 15th and 16th members. The seismic shift first reported by the San Jose Mercury News yesterday. I think it was first reported by Patrick Royce. I think it might have been, too, to be perfectly honest on our show yesterday. It was confirmed last evening USC and UCLA will leave the Pac-12 to become Big Ten members August 2nd 2024 and start Big Ten play in the 2024-25 season. This will include all sports except beach volleyball, of course. Oh, sure. Uh, That'd be tough here. 
UCLA has varsity teams in 11 sports, uh, men's sports and 14 women's sports. USC sponsors 10 men's sports and 13 women's The best sports. were the tweets of, you know, showing UCLA showing up in Minnesota in late November. You mm-hmm. know, things like yeah. that. That was pretty yeah. good. John, speaking of sports, you know what today is, don't you? What is today? Happy Bobby Bonilla Day, everyone. Bobby That's Bonilla right. gets How many his, years left? Bobby Bonilla gets his 12th installment of $1.2 million today. The Mets have so far paid him $14.3 million for him to not play the 2000 season. There is still... 13 years and $15.5 million left on that contract. Why is he playing? Well, he's 55 years old or whatever he is now, but there have been no discussions to buy him out early. And I think there's a reason why. I think they love the publicity of this. That's a world gone mad is what that is. Yep. Welcome to sports. uh, Speaking in one more sports note, as long as we're talking salaries, and Kenny loves this talk, how about the uh, the, uh, NBA? Carl Anthony Towns. Got the supermax. What are they going to do with that contract if he hurts himself so bad he can no longer play? Do they still have to pay it? Yeah, I'm sure they've got heavy insurance on it. Is it? Did I hear this right earlier, John? Quarter of a billion? Yes, four years for two hundred. I don't remember the exact number, but yes, close to quarter million dollars. Yes, billion, uh, million. So a quarter of a billion. I'm sorry. Yes. I feel uh, as if, although on a on a much lesser scale, I feel kind of like a Bobby Bonilla, where I'm I'm pretty much paid to do nothing as well <laughs> on, this, on this broadcast. Wow. A really smaller scale. <laughs> well, here I thought you were going to say if I was Alex Rodriguez and Mark Laurie buying the Timberwolves, yes, I would have paid two hundred and fifty million for the rights to the double pump layup. Right. I mean, I'm available. <laughs> I thought time. you wanted to hit the road. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Then why don't you be quiet? Are we on? And here's height. What Joe just said, GLers, is we're trying to get this over with as quick as possible. (laughs) Well, Reaver's going to hit the road. You know what? Could you guys talk for a minute? Seriously. Yeah. Okay, I'll be right back. Why? You want to take a call? I do, and it's very important. Okay. All right, so here's what I want from you, Chris. I want you to text me the second that you get on to Westbound 94 from Highway 280 there. Okay. And at the proper time, and I know when that will be, I will be waiting at an overpass nearby here. Ah. And I will, I promise you, I will relieve myself over that bridge and onto your car. That is my promise to you, Chris. Well, should I also give you the heads up when I know I'm near that particular exit? And I want to tell you that that our friend Tom Combs is a finalist for the Minnesota Book Awards. Really? For his novel, Insurrection, Domestic Terrorists, a Captive ER, and a Nation Held Hostage, a Drake Cody suspense thriller. Tom Combs is a local ER doc who is uh, carving out a future for himself as an author, and uh, he's a finalist for the Minnesota Book Awards. And uh, the Kindle version is free June 28th to July 2nd. And... uh, Congratulations. Rook actually knew about that, and he was kind enough to send me an audio excerpt from the audio book that is going to happen. And Congress later impeached the former president for inciting an erection, an insurrection. Well, good luck, Tom Combs. I hope you win that. I hope you win that. So here's what I'm going to do, Chris. I'm going to kill a six-pack as soon as this show ends. And my nephews, uh, they're of driving age now. I'm going to have them pick me up and cart me over to the nearest overpass. And I'll, and I'll make sure I'll get I'm in it the all right on, lane. Yep. Yeah, I'll yep. get it all on camera. Nice. And I hope you spend the entire weekend in a jail. 
Well, I don't get arrested. I don't get arrested if I'm not driving. I can be drunk AF as long as I'm not behind the yeah, wheel. They don't arrest him out there. What's he doing? Nice. <laughs> that, that's Whizzing the other thing, the Rook. <laughs> Who's on the overpass? That's just Otis. <laughs> Otis taking a leak. What's John doing? Guys? Talking How to his you? broker? Uh, probably you? his heart guy. No, it's my heart guy. Yeah, heart gal. Everything okay? So, no, it's maybe. Maybe not. Oh, God help us. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming up on the okay. ride? No, I had an echocardiogram that was all good, except they think the right ventricle might be a little enlarged, which means they want me to have another MRI done on the right ventricle. I see. And, and, and you guys know how claustrophobic I've become? Yes. Yeah. You have to go in a big tube for that. Yeah. Those so don't bother me for some reason. Oh, don't they have open-sided MRI? Yeah. Uh, not for the, your heart. Oh, you have okay. to go pretty much. John, I don't and, have uh, claustrophobia, and I hate that. So I feel yeah, for you, man. So I anyway, just think happy I, I, thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> she said. Did I they check you? When's the last time you had an MRI? That, that will help you. And I said something. definitely that will have to happen. Yeah, definitely. Have so to do you have right. the? Do you have for that John, do you have the item about the gummy bears uh, in the news? I do, yes. Yeah, no, can we get to the news? Do you I'm think? Thinking, I mean, yeah. it's been a while now I'm since I maybe, introduced it. I'm thinking maybe we, ago, yeah. we know a guy that could use a gummy bear or 20 right <laughs> <Okay>. now. <laughs> I think that's my second story. Let's move along here then. In news, the Minneapolis City Council has approved a plan to create three new positions under the strong mayor form of government that voters approved last November. That marks a dramatic change in the structure of some of the most critical services provided in Minneapolis, including police, fire, EMS, and 911. Mayor Jacob Fry said today is a really great day for governance in our city. In a 12-to-1 vote, the City Council approved the Community Safety Commissioner position. Uh, by the way, if you're interested in that position, you'd like to apply. I it do. It pays 350 grand a year. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a not taking, mayor, and here's how I'm doing it. I'm just going to create new positions so I don't have to do anything. Well, I'm not yep. taking a pay cut to work for the government. <laughs> <laughs> Council member Robin Wansley was the lone no vote. She said before the vote, the proposal has so many gaping holes that we are being okay. asked to ignore. Look at these two dummies. Wansley laid out a series of what she what described as red flags. Are they looking about for a red squirrel? I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? doing? We're looking for something. I don't know. Okay. I think I'm going right to Kenny's story. Yeah. I think we need it at this point. Get to the Such brand Mi- of gummy bears. A new Minnesota law taking effect today allows people 21 and older to buy edibles and beverages that contain a limited amount of THC. And, of course, the ingredient in marijuana that creates a high. Edibles, like gummies and beverages, can contain up to 5 milligrams of THC per serving and 50 milligrams per package under the law. 5 milligrams is about half the standard dose found in recreational marijuana products in other states. Under the law... That's crazy, John. How did that happen? So I wish these two were listening because I have a line for this, John. Okay, Mary Jane. Uh, Under the law, new THC products must be derived from legally certified hemp, but industry experts say 5 milligrams will produce the same effect, whether it's derived from hemp or marijuana. Jason Tarasaks, an attorney, founder of the Minnesota Cannabis Law Firm and a board member of the Minnesota Cannabis Association, he said uh, this amount might still be enough to get you high. Meanwhile, entrepreneurs like Kyle Marunkovich, the chief executive officer of Northern Diversified Solutions, says customers are eager to get started but cannot share which companies are interested in the new ingredients until the new law and regulations are more fully so understood. So leave it from what I learned from the story. Most states, you can get the 10-milligram version. Yep. In Minnesota, it's the 5-milligram version, yeah. which means, once again, Minnesota leads the way with 3-2 intoxicants. 
three two beer, <laughs> three yeah, two right. weed. Yeah, leave it yeah. to us. Yeah, and it, the uh, it, it was interesting reading about uh, this law because some of the Republicans said they didn't understand it and voted for it, and now now would like it repealed, which which is interesting. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, well, that, that you know that's par for the course with our Republican Party, huh? What do what now? Do what now? A Minnesota broadcast. Know. A Minnesota broadcasting icon. I think we can use that word here, can't we? Well, it's so. foghornable, but yeah, it's yeah. appropriate. Oh, that's foghornable, too. Oh, gee. Oh, they goodness. canceled each other out because it's fun Friday. Has <laughs> announced plans to stop doing his show near the end of this year. Thursday morning, Tom Bernard said he will leave that station on December 23rd of this year. My birthday. Yeah, but he's done this before. Yeah, yes. he did retire one other time. Yeah. He went Jay Leto on it. Is that what you're saying? I think so. He's not calling this a retirement. No, he doesn't want it called a retirement. What's he right. want it called? He's just leaving just, KQ. Just oh, okay. leaving KQ, yeah. yeah. The Long Prairie native started his radio career in 1970. Wait, once wait. Ton- Tom's from Wrong Prairie? Yeah, but then quickly yeah. grew up in North Minneapolis. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He uh, was the station voice way back when of our TV affiliate, KSTP-TV, doing all the uh, voiceovers for them. Yep. Uh, he will turn 71 in November. He was born in Long Prairie, raised in North Minneapolis, worked at several Twin Cities radio stations, including the one we used to be on back when it was a music station, before he landed at KQRS in 1986. He was the cat could- man. Mm-hmm. He quickly established himself as an outspoken, politically charged voice and turned KQ's morning show into the highest-rated morning show in the, well, not only the market, but also in the country for the a country. while. I don't know how he had the patience to withstand the Howard Stern onslaught. Joe, it's the most brilliant radio oh, move was. in it the was, history of yeah. radio. Howard Stern tried to get the, into this market, and uh, he, he and Howard did everything possible to bait Bernard. Tom Barnyard. And, Tom Barnyard. And Barnard, Bernard never bit. And no. that was um, Howard's success story in all these different markets. He'd take on the number one, and right. they'd always fight back. Right. And Tom didn't, didn't say one Not word one about word. him. It was so great. Oh, yeah. That it's was kind of good. Like only contest of the night. And it was, God, it was a, it was a dead heat pretty much. But, uh, I mean, all night long, it was neck and neck. One guy take the lead, then the other guy take the lead, then the other guy. Back. I mean, it was a, a horse race all the way between Joe Souchere and me as who was grabbier. <laughs> oh, Joe Souchere, too. Oh, Rookie and oh, Joe Souchere were there. Oh. I, I love Joe Souchere. He's yeah. just a curmudgeon. I, I love the guy. And then Dan Barrero was terrific. Oh, he's good. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, all, everybody, everybody was really, really good. Was it was it just those two, or was Reavers and the, the rest of them there, or just Rookie and Joe? Who's Reavers? He's another guy. Oh, I didn't, know really that. Yes. I didn't know if you knew him. All. I do not. It was uh, uh, home oh, run. Yeah, Tom. Joe, Rookie, Dan Barrero, uh, Tom Tracy, and Commander Flynn were on the panel when I, I was up there, and I begged our former program director to turn that into a liner, and he said, "I don't want to get sued by KQ." Yeah. So, oh my God, that was... I was listening one morning oh. back when he used to uh, be in the building quite frequently, and you guys remember our front receptionist Sharon? Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Sharon was a character all unto herself, and uh, Tom said. That the last time he was in there, Sharon said to him, it's really nice to see that things have worked out for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Bernard.
Carter was inducted into the Minnesota Broadcasting Hall of Fame in 2018. So that was for the night he was, this was the morning after the night of the Vince Flynn tribute. Is that right? At yes. St. Thomas? Been. Yeah, okay. must have been. Okay. I'm glad that he left Kenny and I out of that conversation, yeah. but not Chris. Oh, I. Who the I, hell is Reavers? That was I fantastic. had early uh, run-ins with him um, early in my career, and it was the dumbest thing I had ever done because he just ate me alive, and I deserved it. Yeah, but huh. that was you know 30 years ago. I don't again uh, at that I, night. I no, unimpressed with uh, Mr. L- the late great Mr. Limbaugh. He I was, thought he was all right. Uh, I don't know. It was all about him. Well, yeah, he, he never Vince. passed a mirror he didn't like. Yeah. Did you MC, Rook? Or what no, I was just a, I was just a panel. Okay. And I remember I, I had one email. Uh, uh, it's a short story, but Frank Vassalero was the uh, sure. MC, and I pulled out an email that I wanted to read, and he looks at me like, "Are you kidding me? This is going to be," and the email, I'll, I'll, I'll be brief on it. The email was. A bunch of guys, Vince Flynn was at a, a book signing, and one of the guys kind of tagged along with him, and they went to eat dinner after, a bunch of people. Yeah. And this guy had given the waitress a $100 bill prior yeah. to the tab coming. Yeah. There was a shift change, and there was a new waiter, and there was the guy said, uh, you know what, I did give that waitress a $100 bill. And the waitress said, well, I don't, you know, and Vince said, if he said he did, he did. And anyway, so they didn't recover it, but Vince sent him a thank you email or something with a $100 bill in it. Really? It was just, it was, it was a, I'm not doing it justice, the email that he sent, but it was, it was really a cool email. What did he have for lunch? I think they had the chicken parmesan. It was pretty good. That was a special. My most prized possessions are my Vince Flynn, where he wrote me a personal note in the uh, inside cover. Just love those. I show them to people, and they're like, wow, you're really somebody. Well, if, if we're, if we're going to share Vince uh, stories, I'm going to tell one. We, uh, we were playing it, uh, me and Mishki and Suhan and somebody else, the band was uh, playing it, O'Gara's. And uh, I'm standing at the bar waiting for beer, and somebody grabs my shoulder, and I turn around, and it was Vince. I said, whoa, Vince, what the hell are you doing here? He goes, what do you mean? I wouldn't miss you playing here for anything. Oh, thought, cool. No way. That's cool. the coolest story as I He's can make He's such up, a so. sweetheart, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the next day, Michigan got fired. <laughs> That's true, too. Well, <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. No. I love you. <laughs> I think that was a different gig. This was the O'Gara's oh, when, oh. we, O'Gara? O'Gara when we did in front. So oh, that's cool. Okay, here we As go. You, here we go. Here we go. I got a funny little story about Vince <laughs> I'd like to share with you. I was live in Littleton, Colorado, and Vince showed up for, uh, and Vince usually showed up every four years on a book tour. This time he went to a book signing, and I gave him two Cuban Fonseca cigars after he signed my book. Forward another four years at a book signing in Colorado. I emailed Vince's publicist, David Brown, offered to buy a steak for David and Vince the night of the book signing. David replied back that Vince would not have time for dinner, but he usually took time to have a beer or two with whoever wanted to join him after the event. I went for the beer. That night, as he signed my book, I told him my name, and he said, Oh, you're Jody. He stuck out his hand and said, Great to meet you. I remember you from the last signing here. You gave me a couple cigars, right? I did indeed, and we talked for a moment. He asked me if I could wait around until after the signing so we could have a beer together. After the event, we went to an Irish pub, uh, and he had some of his friends around. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go quick. Hostess put some tables together. Uh, I quietly handed her my last $100 bill to my name. 
as business was very bad in 2009, I discreetly, discreetly motioned around at everyone else that was getting settled into the seats to start a tab for us. Hour and a half later, it was time to leave. The waitress bought her the check, and I motioned for it. Vince's friend grabbed it before. You know, if you'd put me at ease, just, yeah, just, Such, just listen. Just you make me too chill nervous. Chill out, Such. I grabbed for it. Uh, uh, Vince's friend grabbed it before I could and rolled out his credit card. I was able to see the bill in his hand. I did not see the $100 credit. The bill was $135. I motioned the waitress and said, I gave her a $100 bill. Vince said... Um, if I believe that he gave, if he said that I gave you a hundred bucks, he did. Anyway, uh, I gave my address to Vince. This is the end. You, I receive, I receive, you are here. not, I can no, feel. You're being it's like you. you. It's like Darth freaking Vader. Yeah, it's, no, it's you're being you. Me. He's using the Jedi mind trick. It's Death Ray. Ray. Yes, Death he is. Stare. Okay, this is the last two sentences. I gave Vince my address and he took the folder because he wanted to, uh, he's writing a book. I received the folder back in the mail two weeks later. I opened it up and inside was a hundred dollar bill and a note that he read and said uh, about the four chapters on the plane. The note also said that he enjoyed what I'd written and it was solid stuff. He never Never mentioned the hundred dollar bill he had previously included with the note. You know what I have to say? What's coming up on the ride? You yeah, it's just such a <laughs> God. God. No wonder your family hates you. Gee whiz! Yeah. Hey Rook. Uh, anyway, Rook, you're you're going kind of fast. I didn't catch it all. Could, Could you, you start? Oh, you want to go back to when she put the tables together? Hang on, uh, the waitress. In uh, news, we're doing news, right? Aren't we? This has been the uh, best news cast that we've ever uh, I thought so, but I... Yeah, I was wondering if I could get the time in the town. Okay, 12-10. We better do the airline story then for Rook, since he's got to go. As the U.S. prepares for what some in the industry are calling Armageddon, travelers are bracing for a possible meltdown at airlines, airports, and security and custom checkpoints, not to mention hotels and hotel services. AAA predicts roughly 42 million Americans will take a road trip by car of 50 miles or more, but the real crunch, 3.5 million people expected to fly this holiday weekend. Airfares cost on average about 14% more, and in some markets have quadrupled. Hotel rates are up 23%, all of that since 2021. All of this happening as major airline and travel stakeholders spar over delays and cancellations. The airlines are blaming the FAA for delays. The FAA claims the airlines are flying schedules they can't support. Pilots are blaming airlines for increased workloads and flying hours they claim could be a safety issue. Earlier this week, Delta, uh, Delta issued an unprecedented July 4th weekend air waiver to its customers, citing operational challenges. The airline admitted they expect trouble in supporting their schedule, meaning they don't have enough pilots, flight attendants, baggage handlers, and others over the next four days, encouraging travelers to rebook for other flights and other days without being charged. Look at look at the parallel here. This is a self fulfilling prophecy. That might have they might have been the government might have just well been the government. No, mm-hmm. it's their fault. No, it's their fault. No, it's Did their fault. Did you guys fault. see the story earlier this week that one of the major carriers was offering passengers ten grand to be bumped. I saw that. It yeah, ran rapids. Yeah, it made I its way around social. Grand. Oh, in an instant. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. a talking Sheesh. frog. Yeah. Yeah, at this point in my life. <laughs> More than one quarter of U.S. residents feel so estranged from the government, they feel it might soon be necessary to take up arms against it. That according to a new poll released yesterday. A survey of 1,000 registered U.S. voters published by the University of Chicago's Institute of Politics, the IOP, also revealed that most Americans agree government is corrupt and rigged against everyday people like me. The data suggests that extreme polarization in U.S. politics and its impact on Americans' relationships with each other remain strong. 
Per the poll, 49% of Americans concurred that they more and more feel like a stranger in my own country. Again, that number reflected sharp political divisions. Not surprisingly, the sentiment held by 69% of self-described strong Republicans, 65% of self-described very conservative persons, and 38% of strong Democrats. A different poll says about half of the Americans polled think former President Donald Trump should be charged with a crime for his role on January 6th. The survey from the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research says 48% of U.S. adults say the former president should be charged with a crime, 31% say he shouldn't be charged, and 20% say they don't really know enough to have an opinion. I don't know. I love that one. I, I just, 20%? I, I just huh? don't know. I, I just don't know. Hmm. Uh, this breaks down, again, not surprisingly, along party lines. 86% of Democrats uh, think uh, that he uh, should be charged. Only 10% of Republicans saying they think he should be charged. Among Republicans, 68 say he should not be charged. 21% say they don't know. One of the uh, highlights of the uh, Jesse Ventura show uh, <laughs> way back in the uh, late 90s uh, was during a poll and uh, he thought it was pretty funny to, um, he wanted to know who Noah Opinion is. He wanted to know no. who, uh, <laughs> no. I, uh, who's Noah Opinion. No I don't way. know who's voting for that guy. No way. No way. Yes, it was. He was being silly, but it was just, it was. Oh, well, thank he, God he, he was. Thought, he thought that was a yeah. good. He thought that was fun. He, 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 he took the show in that line. direction. Yeah, was that know. before or after the Comedy. origination of Fun Friday? Uh, fun Friday was right off the bat. It was, all fun. right, it's Fun Friday. I'm morning. like, what are we doing? He's like, I don't know, it's just Friday, it's fun. <laughs> the guy is the guy. When is are we going to have him back? Yeah, what's he coming what in? Yeah, what's the deal, right? I talked to him two days, three days ago, and his, Terry is so sweet. She is, she's really such a great lady. And then you, she are you saying over. direct ticket uh, yeah. for her? Yeah, she's yeah. going right to heaven because uh, she's been through hell with him, I'm sure. Um, and he wow. mentioned well, uh, he wants to, show. first thing, he, first thing, he can't wait to come on the show and debate you. It's yeah. Tesla driven. Debate about what? Oh, you're going to kick your ass, He's going to just. Electric cars? Yep. You electric cars. Neck. He's, yeah. And he's, neck. he is, he just took possession of the Tesla bond or something. I'm sure he's got the best one. He does. I, I think they each have one, I think. Yeah. But he's, he's thrilled he can't wait to come on the show. Good. He can drive it in here and let it charge up before he goes home. That's the kind of stuff oh that's going to get God. you in trouble. Yeah. That's the kind of... I don't listen to the show, but tell Such. Right. Every time I talk to him... I don't listen to the yeah. show. He never yeah. listens, does he? never listens, but he knows what we're talking about. He's so awesome. Tell Such. <laughs> God, what so did you do to him? Such, I, I, would, I would leave you in a second to work with Jesse. Well, you might have the chance. <laughs> <laughs> He's been sniffing around. He's sitting around the mailbox That's watching right. her because he doesn't have email. No, send me a letter. Yep, yep. Send it snail mail. Stay tuned. CNN's rating woes we, continue. We would destroy you. Well, maybe. Me, me in the body. Maybe. <laughs> Tell him. Oh, sorry. I'm not sure that's sorry. much of a nationally appealing podcast if you're just going oh after me. <laughs> well. CNN's ratings votes continue, even with a whole new vision and a different boss at the helm. Uh, since he took over in May, Chris Licht has already instituted sweeping changes at CNN in an effort to make it less politically divisive and more neutral in tone. For the month of June, CNN actually lost viewership from the previous month. Worse yet, the networks had already seen drops over the previous two months. 
CNN's primetime lineup only attracted 654,000 total viewers, 148,000 in the key advertising demo of viewers aged 25 to 54. That's a 1% decline in both categories for May. And in total day viewership, CNN's overall audience dropped to 487,000, while it attracted 104,000 viewers in the 25 to 54 demo, shedding 3% and 2%. It's not inaccurate to say we have more listeners than CNN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, yeah. but the, honestly, the worst thing that happened to CNN was Trump not getting reelected. I suppose. On, on, well, right, because that's basically what Absolutely. they made their livelihood on. Absolutely. But now they got the gas guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Gas, that's, the gas I, th- I misunderstood what you're asking I'm sure you for. Did. That's I'm sure we need you that did. right now. What do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. What we heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. The liberal world order. Okay. Uh, As long as we mentioned uh, Tommy Bede during the newscast, we do have to play this before before someone else won't be able to hear it. It's that time of year again, the 4th of July, and that means firecrackers, fireworks, and fun. It also means plenty of business for me. Hi, I'm Paul from Paul's Prosthesis Palace. Try saying that three times twice. Ha. Over the 4th, business is booming. (laughs) Enjoy the explosive patriotic fun and light them up and assess the damage and come into my store to save, save, save on all prosthetics and artificial body parts. Choose from the area's best selection of finger replacements, artificial eyebrows, all expressions in stock, including surprised and pensive. Save on body molds, joints, knuckle sockets, glass eyes, multi-ethnicity skin grafting kits, lip coverings, eardrum nerve damage pads, toe attachment adhesive, and fancy scar cream. The 4th of July is risky, but America is great. So after the barbecues and the fiery celebrations, we'll turn your carelessness and misfortune into savings. I'm Paul. When almost new, we'll have to do. Shop Paul's Prosthesis Palace. Have a happy 4th. Why did you say, speaking of KQ, Tony did that for us. I know, but Tony was employed here. Right, but Tony's part of the show. But he started with Tom. Yeah, and but at now the time he did that for us. He was employed here. And now he's back with Tom. How do you not make the link? Well, I made yeah. the link. You're the master linker. I just don't like the link. Well, I love just trying the, to be I, proprietary. Oh, sorry. I, I like uh, the There link. you go, John. I'm being proprietary. In fact, in fact, Tony emailed that to me on Monday saying, hey, don't forget about Paul. Right, right. <laughs> God, I love that. Paul's he prosthesis so talented. palace. It's brilliant. John, thank you. You bet. How Thank many you. news stories did you knock off there, Johnny? Well, I don't know. Five did you get to one? Yeah. <laughs> Spent a lot of time writing it. <laughs> Sucker. You ready for a scramble, bro? Let's go. On a fun You're Friday? You're the one that dragged us in here. You want to get on the road. <laughs> and you know what, Joe? Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Finally. Just thank God today is Friday. I'm thinking you need a liner, bro. Oh, yeah. You know, Tony made this for our show. What? Are you sure? <laughs> Love you, bro. Joe's giving it's up. <laughs> you know, what better way to celebrate the birth of our country than a new system from Hofferman Water? Rook, you are the master of the Segway, and I will take a sound second place. They offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems at Hofferman Water, including water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and, of course, drinking water systems. And a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners simply cannot. It will cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. Listen, bad water is going to affect almost every single aspect of your home. So with a new system from Hofferman Water, 
Your showers are going to be better. Your laundry will become better, and not to mention your drinking water. So get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I had my Connecticut system installed the minute we moved into our new home, and it's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. Call 952-894-4040 or visit HoffermanWater.com. And thanks to all of you GLers that joined me last Saturday at Hofferman Water in Burnsville. Hofferman Water, proudly serving the state of Minnesota for nearly 50 years. Bruh. There are multiple occasions to see fireworks over the 4th of July and the 4th of July weekend, but not in Minneapolis and St. Paul. That's nope. not entirely true in St. Paul. I'll get to in a moment. In Minneapolis, there won't be a celebration. They're using construction at Father Hennepin Park as a reason. Uh, that's uh, Minneapolis Parks and Rec Department said hirings are down 70%. This, this summer across the board. This is uh, no fireworks in Minneapolis for the third straight year. Some feel the city isn't being patriotic. Others blame crime and some simply are disappointed. Minnesota's largest city continues to go without a large display. Uh, nevertheless, that's the way it's going to be. In St. Paul, uh, fans at CHS Field will get to watch three straight nights of fireworks starting tonight. Nice. When the Saint, if they buy tickets to the Saints game, CHS Field used to collaborate with the city of St. Paul to put on the Fourth of July fireworks shows. That changed in 2018 when Mel Marvin Carter, Melvin Carter, made the decision to stop funding them. The fact of the matter is, we just don't have a hundred grand to spend blowing up rockets over our city. Carter said five years ago. He's the guy that just instituted a free money policy. Right. Uh, we, uh, whether Minneapolis puts on a show or not, many are looking forward to finding other ways to celebrate, and uh, you can. Milwaukee, Chicago, and St. Louis, for example, they're having fireworks shows for the holiday. Countless suburbs across the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota will host fireworks shows as well. And... Uh, the Aquitennial will have fireworks on July 23rd. Uh, Melvin remains committed to not funding fireworks because he runs such a tight budget that uh, there could be no room to uh, blast rockets off over the city. Unbelievable. This, um, this, the, I don't think they have fireworks at this event, but did you see what is returning? What? Lumberjack days. Put some... Uh, well, it coins, yeah. coins, yeah. Oh, it was been the day that was Kenny that the day you were discombobulated, discon- disconnected, technical oh, issues. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. All right. If, if you were offended, only because they come to us on this Fourth of July weekend, <laughs> all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com on this day in 1922. A nationwide walkout by railroad shopcraft and other employees included 8,000 workers in the Twin Cities. The strike ended in defeat for the workers, with scab labor permanently replacing many of them. But the new Farmer Labor Party's assistance during the strike encouraged the workers' support of the party in later elections, making the Farmer Labor Party, rather than the Democratic Party, the principal opposition party in Minnesota. On this day in 1931, the Interstate Bridge in Stillwater opened, replacing a wooden one built in 1876. Hmm. Is that the current lift bridge, I wonder? I, I, I would know. imagine so. Must be. Yeah. In the, on this day in 1974, the Raptor Center at the University of Minnesota opened. The facility treated injured, treats injured birds of prey and helps to rehabilitate them for release into the wild. 
And on this day in 2005, some state government and agencies and departments are shut down because of an impasse between Governor Tim Pawlenty and the DFL-controlled Senate. Uh, almost 8,900 state empl- uh, employees were furloughed for nine days until a compromise was reached. And finally, on this day in 2011, a shutdown of the state government began and lasted 20 days. During the shutdown, all non-critical state services were closed and an estimated 19,000 employees were laid off. Mm. That isn't the case this 4th of July, an important 4th of July. Think about what's at stake for all of us when we're being told by advisors to the president that we must face the new world order of high gasoline prices because they don't want you to be able to have gasoline. That's a sobering thought on the 4th of July. Mm. 1863, day one of Gettysburg, Mm -hmm. uh, where Minnesota played a huge role. Yes, it did. And a reminder, GLers, we will not have shows next week. Neither Best of or Live Program. Live programming? You know what I mean. A podcast. So, uh, before Rook takes it away, don't forget, GLers, the crack staff at Garage Logic are launching a new feature for you that we think you're going to love. Sign up today to receive the Daily Logician. It's a new newsletter to keep you up to date on everything happening in Garage Logic. The newsletter is coming soon, but you can get signed up right now. We're one day close. Just by going <laughs> to garagelogic.com and you'll see it right there on the main page. Rook? Who's going to write that? Me. I will. Shoot, I can't do everything for this stupid show. <laughs> the weight of Atlas. Have you ever offered to write Joe's column one time? I don't even get a mention. Mm. Uh, the last time I got a mention, I think he was trying to break into my house. <laughs> and he had to call the cops. That happened. Sophia called the cops. That happened. That's a true story. <laughs> he, was, he was trying to put paperwork in the screen trying door. Trying to bring him some paperwork. And it wouldn't, it, the screen door wouldn't, of course, latch. So he keeps pushing it. He thinks by pushing it 18 more times, it's going to just latch. Yeah. And just Gabe and Sophia were home. She calls the cops. Gabe's. Uh, looks at Joe and said, wasn't that Joe leaving? Sophia's like, shoot, I already called the cops. And then, of course, it's a cop buddy of mine. He's like, what in the hell is going on here? Was he like that? He was something Ma- similar to that. Matthew, and we wonder why when his daughter hits something, she keeps on hitting it. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Right, she so just keeps going. He treated your screen door just like he treats the wireless mouse that's sitting there in front of him. Beat to hell. How come it won't I don't work? Think, I don't know how that thing works. <laughs> just banging it off the well, desk. He's put his finger through it twice. Happy 4th, GLers. Yeah. Still the greatest country in the whole wide world. God, I hope so, Matt. Uh, If you want to find other podcasts during the 4th of July um, vacation, go to PodMN on your smartphone. Listen local. Also, uh, poke around on YouTube. You subscribe to Garage Logic, you'll be entertained throughout the 4th of July weekend. And every day you check stuff out. Reavers post some great stuff on there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Join us all. Follow us. Happy Fourth of July! Happy Fourth of July for Mr. T. Can and we give him? Can we give him the up nod in unison, boys? One, two, three. Uh-huh. Oh, we hit the post on that. Want to hear my old boat? What? Sure. Want to hear my boat? No Why thanks. Not? <laughs> no thanks. I was just Kenny. What's coming up with the ride? Oh, is it a wind-up boat? Sounds like a washing machine. <laughs> Damn it! It's, this is the boat you touched when it was wet with varnish. Oh, that was the varnish. I remember that. Yes. 
Oh, it sounds wonderful. Well, he was just trying to see if it was dry. Do you remember when I thought by putting the the propeller in the in a bucket, a five gallon bucket, would would make it move? That's not how it works. I know it was just to keep it wet, but I I do remember thinking, well, isn't it just going to blow the bucket out of the way? Because it was, you know, the inertia. <laughs> the inertia it was one of my finest hours. Um, let's stop talking. Yeah. Hey, Kenny, tell me. I should have been a puppeteer. 